Influencers, it's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. And we are ready to start talking about episode 711, Secret Garden. Eager to start her burgeoning magical skills, Robin engages in a risky relationship with Mother Gothel. Meanwhile, in Hyperion Heights, Ronnie and Kelly strike a deal with Eloise, desperate to save Lucy from her mysterious illness. But nothing comes without a price. As things finally come to a head between Victoria and Ivy, someone may have to pay with their life. This one's written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and directed by Mick Garris. Yes. I would just like to point out that, to me, it's very weird that they are still calling them Ronnie and Kelly and Eloise when all of those people are awake. <laughs> and no- I know. And nobody thinks of them as Ronnie and Kelly. That's Regina and Zelina. Yeah. You should have seen me because I had forgotten Kelly was Zelina's name. Right. And like, I'm who typing is this? this. I'm like, who's Kelly? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we do have several guest stars. Yes. Um, most of whom we're used to seeing by now. But Adelaide Kane is here as Drizella. Emma Booth, of course, as Mother Gothel or also known as Eloise Gardner. Rebecca Mater, of course, (laughs) as Zelina slash Kelly. Nathan Parsons as Nick Branson, whom you'll remember from the first half of the season. Yale Yerman as Anastasia. Tierra Scoveby as Robin. Uh, That is Baby Robin, who is no longer a baby. Right. Nizreen Slim as Dr. Sage. And Susie... Joachim as Madame Leota. Yay, I'm so excited for that. Yep, so if you guys had Madame Leota in your predictions as part of the coven, that definitely sounds like it came true. And for those of you that have no idea who Madame Leota is, she is a nod to the Haunted Mansion ride. Yes. You will see here she's the floating head. Classic Disney ride. Uh, Yes. I didn't go on it this weekend. For those of you that don't know me, I was at Disney, and that one had a 45, no, I think it was a 70-minute wait, and I said, forget it. When I was there in September, and I was smart, I went during the week of Hurricane Irma, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) there was no wait for the Haunted Mansion, so my friend and I jumped on it to go, and they had so many technical difficulties that we ended up sitting in, you know, like the little carriage that you're sitting in. They're called doom buggies. Trying to go in, like up into the house to see everything. And we were literally sitting there on the track for a good 10 minutes while Disney people were running around going, nobody, it's everything's okay. Everything's okay. We're just having technical difficulties. So (laughs) it wasn't quite the scary ride that I was, you know, anticipating. You know, you should have told me when you were down here because then I could have come and visit and we could have actually met in person. I know. I, I should have shouted out to you like, oh, right. You're close. Let's grab lunch. I'm close. I have an annual pass. I can just go in whenever I want. Okay. Next time. Promise. Next. Definitely. Okay. So let's get into this episode, though. We have a promo. We have a couple sneak peeks and some photos for you guys. Yep. So the promo, it was short and I really didn't learn anything. No, shocking. I mean, they do that a lot, but this one I thought was kind of bad. It starts with Hook and him saying, the battle isn't over. Well, no duh, it's never over. And the voiceover is now saying that a new battle has begun. So I guess this is just bringing it up for the second half of the season. 
Mother Gothel says that Victoria is a monster, but we already knew that. Hook and gold. Or should I... I couldn't remember. Is this... Are they them or are they... Well... Hyperion Heights, Hook and Gold. Technically, that's Rogers. Yeah. And, I mean, it is Rumple. I mean, because Rumple is definitely awake. He is Rumple. And he's right. not actually gold anymore, as so much as I guess we have to call him Weaver, because that's his Hyperion Heights name. <laughs> but for simplicity, it's definitely Rumple Stiltskin. He is definitely awake. This is just getting too confusing. Okay. And they're just talking about some rituals that have to be done and they require sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So. So I typed this up and I called them Ronnie and Kelly because they're in Hyperion Heights time. It's yeah. not flashback. It's nothing like that. And they're talking because they're really stuck on what to do because if they break the curse, then Henry dies. And if they don't, Lucy will die. And then finally, the thing comes up, says there's going to be a war between the witches. And that none of this stuff surprises me. No, no. I mean, it's it's very much what we expected at the end of the first half of the season, going into the second. There's going to be this coven of witches. It's very much a battle between, you know, Mother Gothel and her people versus, like, Henry and Regina and Zelina and the rest of Hyperion Heights and... You know, either Lucy dies or Henry dies or more than likely nobody will end up dying. So, yeah, I mean, not the best promo in the universe. No, I think it, I think they just kind of threw it together. Personally. Basically, basically. But because we've had such a long break and we were able to wait for information to come out before we actually sat down to do this, this section of the podcast, we actually have two sneak peeks for you guys, which is really rare because normally we don't get to talk about sneak peeks. They come out after we record. Yes. So the first one we got, it starts off inside the vault that you will recognize from Storybrooke, and there's some sort of ritual taking place. You know, you've got the dark lights, and there's a, a cauldron with this sort of red bubbly liquid, and three people in, is it two or three? You know, the first time I watched it, I thought it was three, but we only get revealed to, to two, two of them. Yeah. So there's either three and only two of them get revealed, or maybe it really is only two, but um, they are all in black hoods, and they're reading from a book. So it's supposed to be set up for something very dark, very creepy, very ominous. Um, they're taking stuff out of vials and putting it into you – know, they're taking stuff and putting it into vials from the cauldron, and then a cell phone rings. You Which know, just makes it all funny. It makes laugh. it very funny. And then it does flash on the screen Storybrooke some years ago. Okay, this is annoying uh, me right now. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't care about that. But the fact – okay, so the, it was an iPhone that rang. Yes. And it was – iPhones have only been out for 10 years. And we know that the show, like, went in – like, I don't know what year that the show was taking place in anymore. Because, like, where right. – like, Hyperion Heights. Yeah. And then – so some years ago was that two years ago? Right. I am so because they're the when we tell you who these people are. Yep. Yep. Um, yep, yep. They're older. Yep. They're like the hood does come back of the two people, yes. and one of them we're going to recognize right away because it's Baby Robin, who is no longer baby. She's a teenager. She's Tierra Scovby, and this yeah, this is what really bothers me because they have said in interviews, that Hyperion Heights is being set in, you know, like the year 
2016, 2017, something like that. Yeah. Because Henry, he grew up really fast in the Enchanted Forest 2.0, but when he left at the age of 18, it wasn't like time passed because Regina, when she comes to the Enchanted Forest to meet up with him, hasn't aged a day. Yeah. But (laughs) here in Storybrooke, (laughs) we have Zelina, who shows up later in this scene, who doesn't look any older at all. But we have her previously infantile daughter who is now, what would you say, 17, 18? Uh, At least. At least. Mid-teens to late-teens. Right. And I know that we kind of joke around about the timeline and people are always saying, oh, the timeline makes no sense. But this actually literally does not make sense. It it confused me so much. I do not understand how it's supposed to be Storybrooke some years ago, so it's set in the past, but at least 18 years have passed, but none of the adults, so like Regina and Zelina, or even, uh, well, yeah, Regina and Zelina, they haven't aged, <laughs> but <laughs> I I don't know. It It bothered me so much that I almost had trouble watching this sneak peek because I kept just going, what? What? Yeah, what? I had to watch it a couple times, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this who I think it is? <laughs> Are you sure? Okay, so we, as we said, we know one of them is Robin, and they made a, she made a comment saying that they've been working on this spell for hours. Yeah. <laughs> so that means they've been sitting there chanting for hours. I'm sorry, no one could pay me to do that. Right. And then we see the other hood. The other hood has come off, and now this is where we think it's Anastasia. Right. It's It seems like we're both kind of undecided about this because it, it does look like Yale Yerman, who plays young Anastasia. But at the same time, I think she almost looks a little too old to be Anastasia. Um, and But they, they do look similar. And the girl, the other girl in the question here... Um, she does say that it's her parents who are calling and they want to have dinner at Granny's. So it's a local Storybrooke resident. And that also makes me think that it may not be Anastasia, but I don't, they do look alike. They do. And she makes a comment and says, your mom may be the wicked witch, but you have a ways to go in that department. I laughed at that. Yeah, that's a, that's a funny line. And then of course, Zelina walks in. Of course. And it says, spell time is over. Yep. Zelina, who hasn't aged at all, just to you know, go yeah. out there again. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, the second sneak peek is less complicated, less, you know, makes my head explode because of the timeline. Um, this is a Hyperion Heights sneak peek. And we see Henry in Lucy's hospital room with Jacinda, still, you know, very upset. Obviously, not much time has passed. And he sees Ronnie and Kelly standing outside the room. And so he goes out to talk to them. And Henry's obviously very frustrated that there's nothing he can do to save Lucy. There's nothing Jacinda can do. Um, and then he just kind of walks away very upset. And Regina and Zelina discuss the situation that... They don't want either Henry or Lucy to die. There has to be something they can do. And they're going to work together as sisters in order to wake up both of them and ensure that nobody dies. Yay. That's a cute scene, though. That's It yeah. was like, 
it that's typical that doesn't leave us questioning everything i wasn't very frustrated with the timeline or anything else (laughs) when i watched that scene i was just like yeah that scene makes sense yeah what doesn't make sense to me are these photos yeah so we got a lot of photos but they are of fuck there's just really i think just okay yes good i'm glad we agree that it's wish from hook because they look like they're taking place in storybrook it looks like gold shop and we have i'm just saying it's wish from hook because i know i don't see the uh, rogers look yeah it's to me he doesn't look like rogers so i'm gonna say he's wish from hook it's got Zelina and Robin. Yeah, Robin in her Storybrooke school uniform. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said, well, is this real Hook? And I, I'm like, no, because he's wearing his full-on pirate outfit. Whereas Ma- Hook, the Hook we knew for six years, got event, you know, an eventual wardrobe update where he was dressing in more modern pirate clothes. Whereas this is, you know, the red vest, the long trench coat. He's very pirate hook. pirate yeah so <laughs> i it's it's got to be wish from hook <laughs> yeah i'm saying it's wish from hook now how he is there in what looks like mr gold's shop in storybrooke with zelina and robin and mother gothel i have no idea None. Yeah. No. We don't, how? We don't, I don't know how they got together in this scene, but we. This is who we believe it is. I mean, Hook could have just taken a a portal jump over to check out something, or it could be when they've all come back. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna just stop talking. Yeah. I. I really. <laughs> I mean, because Regina's not there, right? I don't remember seeing Regina. She wasn't in the photos. Like I said, these photos. It looks like they were taken in rapid succession of, like, a 30-second scene. Yeah, yeah. So there's Robin and Mother Gothel, and they're standing over, like, you know, this giant crystal ball. And then there's Hook in his very pirate outfit. And there's Zelina in modern-day Storybrooke clothing, all in the same shop together. But I I don't <laughs> I don't know why Wishwelm, Wish Realm Hook is there, how he got there. And why Regina isn't. And, I mean, is this how Zelina and Robin end up going to the Enchanted Forest and living? Because they were settled, like, on a farm (laughs) when we met them in 710. Yeah. So, I I don't know. These these photos, uh, they confuse me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, let's talk about these interviews that came up. So, we've got several about the coven although they're not telling us really anything but people keep asking so they keep giving these very sly you know non-informative answers everything's surprising yeah so the once upon a time bosses are coy to reveal any of the coven members identities only teasing there will be a pretty major new face among them and you know they hope they're hoping that it'll be surprising to everybody and then they also go on to talk about that they're pulling in someone from the Haunted Mansion, which we already know about. Yep. So I really think Madame Leota will be one of the coven. Yes, agreed. But it's definitely not Drizella. No, she's not in the coven. So we have Gothel, Anastasia, we th- probably, and Leota. So, so that's... that's- that's three, three out of the eight. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I imagine they're going to pull from usually Disney. <laughs> but I almost... Are, are we running out of Disney characters? Because seven years. Well, we have... Well, okay. So, But we haven't had the witch from Brave yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just... That one pulled. I, I We already have... I guess we haven't had... Maleficent we haven't had, but we haven't... Maybe they'll bring her back. Yeah, I mean, they could, of course, just make a lot of the witches um, the 2.0 version instead of the alpha version. So <laughs> they could have Maleficent, but they don't necessarily need to get back the actress who played her in season one and then in uh, season four. Well, I mean, we're bringing in Dr. Facilier. He could technically... He's a witch doctor. That's true. So you could have him. Okay. Because we, ha- we haven't... We've met him already, but that was so brief. They could bring him back. Which I I think they are. I mean, he's rumored to be Regina's new love interest. I'm drawing a blank as to all the witches. <laughs> right. So I, I guess we're just going to meet them as we Have go. To. But, you know, it is worth pointing out they're about to start filming episode 20. And because they film so much indoors, I... I, I honestly do not know because the only outdoor photos we've had lately are all of Alice and Robin. That's yeah. that's really it. So not even um, spoiler photos give us any hint as to who the rest of these witches are. Yeah. But we will see. We haven't found out yet, but uh, Drusilla, there's a, a chance for her. Re- like, she's out for revenge, right? But uh, we do see some kindness from her, and they did mention that we might be able to see if she's actually fully an evil stepsister or if she can be redeemed. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting if she's going to be redeemed and then killed because, um, (laughs) well, yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this last podcast, but Adelaine Kane's last episode is, like, episode 15. So she's not going to be around for the rest of the arc. So I kind of imagine that she's going to be redeemed and then probably promptly killed off. Or put herself in front of the bullet type thing. Yeah. And a lot of people are also wondering if Victoria is going to die because a lot of people have said that she hasn't been seen even on set or doing anything for a really long time. (laughs) You know what I kind of would like to see Mm. is that... Drusilla, like if she gives her life, it's for Lucy. Yeah, that would I be don't nice. I don't see her giving her life for her sister Anastasia. I really don't. But I or she did mom. start I that was a given. Yeah. I do I did I would like to see her cuz she did start to build a bond with Lucy. Well, it may not have been the best bond. Yeah, it would be nice if she redeemed herself by trying to save Lucy. And I mean, I I think she's probably not going to try and save Victoria. Okay, so we have another interview uh, about Regina's new love interest. We will find out that Ronnie, her Hyperion Heights cursed counterpart, had a past with someone that's pretty complicated. It's hard to tease because the audience will react the way they react. We're excited about the chemistry we've seen and the storyline that grows out of this relationship we're going to start to explore in the second half. We don't really want to give away a lot about what is right now. We think that's a lot of the fun. Okay, I have a problem with this. Okay. How long have they been in this curse? It couldn't have been more oh, than God. a year. I have So no how idea. does she have a past with someone that is complicated? Except for a one night stand. Well, 
Does that you know what I mean? Like I do, but I unless I, this other person's also cursed and they're from Storybrooke and we just never met them in the previous six years. Maybe, but I I mean that's definitely a possibility. But I also think it's something like back in season one where these characters even they were basically, you know, living in this time bubble and but they still had a past that was written for them. You know, when Regina cursed Belle um, in season two to be Lacey. Lacey was given a past, even though she was basically nothing for the whole 28 years that the curse was was going on. Right, I know. So this means mean that this person must be magical, too, because they're yeah. not going to... It's It can't be a complicated past with someone that is from Hyperion Heights. This is the problem yes. I have when you take real life and the curse and merge them together. Right, right. So it's definitely another fairy tale character which again leads us back really to dr facilier and the fact that everyone is kind of under the assumption that regina and dr facilier are going to be the new love story okay and <laughs> I, yeah uh we'll see how that works out because they haven't interacted at all you know dr facilier was in one episode for about what 10 minutes it was maybe that it was all in the past so they say it's good chemistry you know, Lana Perea would probably have chemistry with a brick wall. So, right. I we'll see how that plays out. Yes. Okay, so we've got some casting. Yep. Well, we already know that Susie Jockman. Yeah. Has been is playing Madame Leota because she does make her appearance in this scene or in this episode. Yep. But we have heard that she's described as a powerful gatekeeper to a haunted house. Hmm. Hmm. Not only will we meet the famed character from Disneyland's Haunted Mansion and Disney World and the, uh, what is it called, Mystic Manor and all those, but we may also hear some iconic lines park goers will recognize. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. I also really want to know where this haunted house is. Is it in... Hyperion Heights, of course. Yeah, right. Is it in Hyperion <laughs> Heights or is it in the Enchanted Forest 2.0 or is it in both? Or did it get moved to Storybrooke? I don't know. Sure, sure. Another (laughs) random house just pops up in Storybrooke. It's right next to the Sorcerer's Mansion. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I just think it's starting to get funny. (laughs) But we do also have a few new episode titles. Yes. And we are getting ever close to the final two episode titles ever. I think, and it's going to be a two-hour finale it has to be so episode 719 flower child written by edward kitsis and adam horowitz and along with that we also learned that this episode will feature a group of wood nymphs the leader of which has a daughter who is anxious to explore the human world Hmm. okay which (laughs) i mean if you want to talk about a spoiler that just kind of came out of nowhere i was like what yeah (laughs) sure why not (laughs) And then we have episode 720, Is This Henry Mills, written by Dana Horgan and Leah Fong. Yes, and that is almost verbatim the first words Lucy speaks at the end of season six. So I think this is probably the story of how Lucy set out to find Henry. We did get a hot seat for you, so we learned oh oh so much from this. And you know what? This might be the last ever hot seat. Yeah. I just had to put it in because even though we learned like Absolutely nothing. 
It's just one of those <laughs> things that you have to do because they're so funny. Yep. Okay, so asked, will we see more of the original cast return and guest appearances in the back half? Eddie Kitsa says, can't yeah. say. <laughs> will Henry ever see Storybrooke again? Can't say. Will we get to meet Hook's mother? Probably not. Will there be more scenes with Sabine, Tiana, and Rogers and Hook? Yes. Will any familiar facers die by season's end? Yes. Shocking. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Mother Gothel will probably die. I'm thinking Ivy or Drusilla. Ivy. Probably Victoria, I would imagine, since she she honestly hasn't been around at all. And I know she's like currently thrown down a well or something, but <laughs> she... I don't know. I don't see them moving forward with Victoria at all because it turns out that she's not the big bad. She's nothing because Mother Gothel is actually the the real power. Yeah. I wonder, you know, I'm still on the fence about gold. Yeah. I think Rumpel's going to die. By killing himself so that way the dark one doesn't get passed on. Yeah. Unless they end, which would be kind of cool, if they end, wait a minute. Okay, sorry, my, my brain is turning here. What if Henry becomes the Dark One, because then he can't die even if he wakes up, because the Dark One is immortal? Oh, well, maybe he's not even the Dark One. Maybe he's the Guardian, because remember, we're still on the hunt for the Guardian, too. Um, yeah. And there seem to be really two possibilities, because, you know, Rumple says something about, you know— the guardian appearing at just the right moment. And we're given two clues. Henry races by on his motorbike right then and there. And Alice appears. So people are saying that it's either got to be Henry or it's got to be Alice. And I think Henry is a really good way to go. Cause then he's the guardian and he can't die and they can wake up Lucy and everybody will live happily ever after. Because we want to talk about it now. Yes. But as you guys <laughs> know, cause I had to throw a little something special in, in the last right. podcast podcast magic we, guys we we found out literally just like a day, a day after we recorded that this is going to be the final season of the show yep so we had recorded the very last podcast we did we had recorded the entire thing we had even talked about how we didn't know yet if we were renewed or canceled and then seriously the very next day um it, the news came out that we had been canceled so Hunter had to throw in a quick little throwaway at the beginning of the podcast by herself. So this is the first time you and I have gotten to talk about it yeah. since the news broke. So how do you feel about it? I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm pretty okay with it. I'm pretty relieved, honestly. I think the longer the show goes on, the sloppier it's going to get, the more messes. You know, just listen back to this podcast, how you and I are sitting here scratching our heads over the timeline and photos and trying to make things make sense and having to come up with just really bizarre ways to talk about it. Um, I think Seven Years is a fantastic run. I think it's more than a lot of TV shows get. I think it's time that anytime you try to extend a TV show beyond its natural life, it's just not good for anybody. So I'm going to miss everybody that I've met through One's Podcast, through the forums, through this this thing we do every week. But I'm, I'm pretty okay with saying goodbye to the show at this point. I, I kind of feel you on that. I personally, while I am enjoying this season, I do not feel that it is part of the show. Mm. I really believe that the show could have ended at the end of last season with everyone's happily ever afters. 
And then they could have done one of those, you could have seen Henry driving off type thing with the motorcycle. But they, if I think if this season had been a show on its own and not anywhere connected to Once Upon a Time, I might feel differently. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to keep the old show that everyone loved and put it into this season. And I don't think it's working, at least in my opinion. I believe that they just should have ended, personally ended at the end of last season. Yeah, I think season six is the true end to to Once Upon a Time. And, you know, I mean, the writers have called it a reboot along with a revamp and, you know, a sequel. We've talked about it being Once Upon a Time, The Next Generation. But it's still so connected to the first six seasons, mainly through people like Rumpel and Regina and even Henry, who's grown up, that it's hard to watch it and not go, yeah, but where are all the characters I knew for six years? And yeah, there's the storylines. I mean, they're not bad. Like Hunter, I'm, no. I'm enjoying parts of it. But I also am going, but you guys kind of did this already back in season such and such with so and so. And yeah, it's it feels very much like they're spinning their wheels and it's time to go. I think I would really love this if in 10 years from now, they had done this. Yes. And so that way there is no connection. There's enough of a break mm-hmm. between the old and the new. Yep. For example, in my head, for all of you that have been listening to us for years talk about this, I'm a huge Buffy fan. I would love to see the new Slayers. Because you know Buffy's not the only Slayer anymore. So right. I would love it. It's been off the air long enough yeah, that they could bring back and they don't have to bring back all the, any, they don't have to bring back anyone from the new, old show and just start a new story. Yep. So I think that that's where I would love to see this if they redid this last season in 10 years. Right. Because then you wouldn't have to try and explain why Henry is son- suddenly, you know, 30 years old. Whereas Regina and Zelina are, the exact same you wouldn't have to try to keep colin o'donohue in the show by introducing this random element known as as wish realm hook that (laughs) you know for a lot of people legitimately does not make sense and he looks the same age even though he's got a grown daughter yeah and you know and the curse was never cast and he's you know we none of this really makes a lot of sense and we have to tie ourselves into knots trying to come up with it or we just shrug it off and say, well, we can't make sense of it. We're not even going to bother trying. And that feels so completely different from how it was, you know, a couple years ago when we would just go through every conceivable theory and possibility, trying to figure out the show, trying to stay one step ahead, trying to theorize. And it really has become the show that I just kind of watch because it's on because I've been doing this now for seven years instead of actually wanting to be actively in the show at the moment. I remember in the beginning, I had to be there Sunday night yep. at 8 o'clock yep. to watch it. And yep. now, like, well, now it's on Friday, so it's a lot harder because it's weekend and things come up. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I have to podcast the spoiler, so yep. I need to watch this episode. <laughs> right. Like, while I'm enjoying it, I, I it's not one of those shows that I have to jump on anymore. Yeah. It's become a DVR show for me. Yes. You know, if it used to be like like Hunter said, Sunday nights at eight, I was in my living room. The TV was on half an hour before to make sure that, you know, I was going to be there 
watching it live with all my friends, instantly going over to Once Podcast forums and just creating as many threads and theories and ideas as I could. And now it's very much become, I'll DVR it, I'll watch it maybe Friday night after I go out to dinner or hang out with my friends. Or, you know, if push comes to shove, I can just watch it Sunday when there's nothing else on. So, and I I think a lot of people feel that way, though. Yeah, no, I remember there was a couple of the seasons I actually was bartending on Sunday nights. And if there was no one in the bar, I would turn it on the TV. Or as soon as I got home, it's like one, two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I have to watch Once Upon a Time. Yep. So it's still a great show. And I will go back and I usually do watch a lot of the the early seasons. Mm -hmm. But I'm... I think we're ready for it to be over. Yeah, and I'm also I'm also really excited to see what happens with Lana Perea and Robert Carlyle and really anybody who's been a part of the show. You know, what's next for them? Because Lana, she was really kind of unknown when she became Regina back in season one. You know, she had a guest appearance on Lost. Um, you know, any TV show that she had been on previously hadn't really taken off. This was her first big sort of big break and she's become so beloved by so many people in this fandom that I'm excited to see what she goes and and does after this. I'm excited to see what Colin O'Donohue does. You know, is he going to be typecast as sort of a pirate, a pretty a bad, bad boy? Yeah. The pretty bad boy for the rest of his career. Or is he going to be able to break into something different? Um, you know, Robert Carlyle, Bobby just had a phenomenal career before once upon a time. Uh, you know, and I'm excited. Maybe he'll go back and start doing indie films again, which he's always said is his real love. You know, Jennifer Morrison wants to direct, which is, I think, a reason why she left. A big reason why she left at the end of season but six. But she also had a decent career before right. the show. Cause, I House. Mean, she was on House. Yeah. I like. I can't even watch House anymore without I, – I see Allison Cameron and I go, no, that's Emma Swan. I, I do that all the time yeah. now. Like, I like to go back and binge watch shows. And when you see people from, like, other shows on there, you're like, wait a minute. You can't play that type of character because you are not like that. You are right. like this character. Yep. You know, um, Jenny and Josh, they're always going to be Snow White and Prince Charming to me. Oh, yes. Um, Josh, no, who – he got a new pilot on NBC. His pilot, oh, did he? yeah, his pilot got picked up. So you know, look for Josh probably this fall on a new pilot on NBC. Do we know what it's called? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, but um, you know, so I I think I think a big part of being an actor is being able to go and do new projects. You don't want to do the same thing for ever in a day, and you know, I, I think they're also ready to to embark on a new journey too. So. I'm excited to see what happens to them. Wait a minute. Sorry. Josh Dallish was in Thor? Yes. That's he- How did I not recognize <laughs> him? <laughs> he was, yeah. Um, and the reason why he actually he got recast in the second movie, they they got somebody different to play his role because he couldn't get away from once because oh. he was committed to the show by that point. There was another person in Thor, too, and I was like, wait a minute. It's the guy from Chuck who played Chuck. Zach. Levi. Yes, he's in Thor too. I do think it's going to be sad when, I mean, at some point here in the next few months, we're going to do the last ever spoiler podcast. I know. And, you know. It's going to be in May. Uh, Jeremy and and Aaron and, and possibly Daniel will do the very last ever real podcast. And that's going to, I mean, 
seriously, <laughs> now that I'm sitting here thinking about this out loud with you for the first time since we heard the news, this has been seven years of my life, <laughs> you know? I know, right? I've like, moved states, bef- I've moved apartments, I've gotten new jobs. I know, I've got, I've moved three times all across the country. Yeah. I've gotten married, I've had a little boy, right? like... This has been my constant, if you could probably hear him crying in the background. Yeah, right. I mean, my feelings on the show have, have definitely changed and evolved over the years. But, you know, the first thing I still do in the morning when I wake up is go and check the forums and see what I if there's anything I need to take care of. I still know that, you know, Tuesday or Monday, I'm going to sit down with Hunter and we're going to do a recording. And I've got to look back through my notes for the week and see if I've missed anything. Um you know, I still have to check in with with Daniel every now and then and just say, yeah, everything's fine, you know. And now that's that's not going to be there anymore. It's it's weird. It's, it's going to be a big section. We're going to get a lot of time back. I know. Because <laughs> you guys don't know, like, there's a lot of work that goes into even just putting together, like, when we do, like, a 15, 20-minute podcast – there's a lot of work, yeah. and I sit there at the computer for hours looking at all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I sit there and look at my notes and compare them to Hunter's. And like, <laughs> there are times when we both go, "Wait, I think we're both wrong about something. We have to, <laughs> we have to pause what we're doing and go look it up." <laughs> um, you know, just to give you guys a, a brief run here, we've been talking for about forty-five minutes now, and I don't know how long this podcast is actually going to be. Yeah. It's probably going to be like. 30 minutes. Right. John's going to be cutting and slicing. And and, I mean, John, he does so much work every week, making us sound less dumb than we sometimes do. (laughs) If only you guys hear our rough copies. So yeah, it's I'm I'm happy that the show is ending. I'm I'm but there are some things that are going to be very weird getting back to quote unquote normal life. Yeah. No more. It's 11 o'clock at night. I got to go record a podcast. (laughs) Or the one time we tried to do it at like seven o'clock in the morning and we were both just so ridiculously out of it that we it was like what are we even doing what are we talking about i'm like i am not awake yet it's 7 a.m we uh we very quickly decided never to do that again (laughs) or when i used to live in california it'd be like four o'clock in the afternoon my time and you hear the the lawnmowers going on outside because everyone's still at like it's normal daytime hours yep so, okay, I think we've talked your ear off long enough for you guys yes. this week. Um, I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at Punk underscore Bunny underscore 87. Until next time, Oncers. Oh.